Good morning. Happy Easter. I want you to take your Bibles or your apps, whatever you read on, and I want you to turn to the book of Acts chapter 2. Now, if you're not familiar with where Acts is located in your Bible, it's very simple. Go to the table of contents. You'll find there that there, the Bible is broken up into two sections, the Old and the New Testament. Now, Acts is in the New Testament. It's the fifth book in the New Testament. Uh, so you'll find the book of Acts, flip over there, and go to chapter 2. Now, while you're turning there, uh, let me tell you about when I was a kid. Uh, now, when I was a kid, I wasn't very smart. Um, and to be completely honest, to say that I wasn't very smart is probably an understatement. Uh, I'm, parents, <laughs> I'm sure you're feeling that right now uh, with some of your kids and, and being around them more than, uh, than you normally would be at this time of year. But coming back, I, I was not a very intelligent child. I was actually incredibly dumb, I think. Uh, and this story illustrates uh, just how not smart I was. Um, when I was about three or four years old, somewhere in that range, my mom and I had gone to go visit a friend and uh, we had spent a lot of time at this friend's house and we were uh, getting ready to go, I believe. And um, I was out in the yard while mom was uh, saying goodbyes and this and that. And I reached down and picked up a rock and I looked at that rock and at some point I decided to smell, to sniff what that rock smelled like. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I was thinking, um, I wonder what a rock smells like. I don't know if I was thinking, um, I wonder what the color brown smells like. Um, I might've been thinking, um, what is the gale force necessary to move an, uh, immobile, uh, an immobile object uh, into a tunnel? I don't know, I've, I'm trying, I'm reaching here. I have no idea what I was thinking, but I reached up, I smelled that rock, and because of the way that I was smelling it and how close I had it to my nose, that rock went up my nose. It went right up there, got lodged in. Uh, and I started freaking out, of course. I screamed at the, the top of my lungs. And my mom immediately jumped in to help me. She managed through some MacGyver-like ingenuity, uh, she managed to, to pull that rock out and, and save me in my time of distress. Um, she was there at the exact moment that I needed her, in the moment that I was feeling pain, uh, the moment I was feeling afraid, my mom was there to come and relieve the pain and take the fear. She got that rock out. She managed to get it unstuck and pull it out. And can I be honest right now? I kind of feel like our entire planet has a rock stuck up their nose. I kind of feel like uh, we're all freaking out. We're all in pain, and, and rightly so. Don't misunderstand me. I, I really do feel like there is uh, good reasons for the re responses that we've had. You can disagree or agree with that, but I think we can all agree that we are in an unprecedented time uh, of fear and, and pain and uncertainty. And, and so uh, I kind of feel like we need to... Uh, we need someone to get the rock out of our culture's nose. Um, I kind of feel like we need some hope. Uh, and so where do you go to for hope? In this Easter season, I think the Bible addresses that very thing. So turn with me in your Bibles to Acts chapter 2. 
And we're going to begin in verse 42. So Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42. As you're finding 42, let me give you background here. Jesus has died. He has three days later risen from the grave in victory over sin and death. He has spent 40 days with his followers and then he ascended into heaven and uh, they all watched in awe as, as he went up. And then... Uh, in the book of Acts chapter 1, we find that, that Jesus gives them the Holy Spirit and they do some miraculous works. Um, and then in chapter 2, Peter is given the opportunity to preach one of the greatest messages in all of recorded history. And he delivers this amazing message in Acts chapter 2. And then out of chapter 2, uh, the, the message that he gives in verse 42, we see the response from the church to what Peter had said and what God was doing in the church. So look with me now in Acts chapter two, verse 42. It says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. A pretty interesting passage. I'll be honest, it's not a traditional Easter passage. Um, and this may not be a traditional Easter message. Uh, but, but, but stick with me. Uh, I, I think you'll uh, understand why I'm going in this direction. Now, I always have, or I usually have, uh, a big idea. It's, it's one statement that kind of sums up everything that is within my messages. And, and I have the big idea today at the very front end of my message. It's right here. So if you're in the kitchen getting coffee or, or whatever you're doing right now, I want you to come back and I want you to listen to this one statement, this big idea. And the big idea is this. The resurrection calls us to connect and to care. Let me say that again. The resurrection calls us to connect and care. Now, I want to focus on, on those two actions that the resurrection calls us to, connect and care. First off, connect. Uh, one of our values here at First Southern is connection. It's to connect to others. We connect with Jesus, the church, and our community. Now, how do we connect with Jesus. I think this is probably one of the most important parts of today's message in light of the resurrection. How do we connect with Jesus? You see, while you were still a sinner, God sent his one and only unique son to die on a cross for your sins. And today we celebrate that even though he died, he rose from the grave. He resurrected. He came back to life. And that's what Easter is all about. And if you believe and live for him, he will forgive your sins. You see, we're criminals in the eyes of God because we've sinned, we've broken God's law. And those sins, those, those law breakings, those, those disobediences that we commit, those breaking of commands and laws have 
consequences, eternal consequences. But I want you to look with me in Acts chapter 2 again, because right before the passage that we read, Peter says something beautiful. Look with me in verse 37. It says, Now when they had heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hear me closely right now. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can. Right now, anytime, you can make a commitment. All that the Bible says that, that we're called to do is believe in Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. Believe that he was and is the Son of God. That he died on a cross to rescue you from the consequences of your sins. And that after three days after that death, he rose from the grave. He resurrected. That's what Easter is all about. And then once you believe and you make him the Lord, the master, the savior of your life, you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and then connect to a church body and a church body, a church will guide you through the, the next steps. If you're looking for a church to connect with, right now, reach out to us. Uh, send us a direct message. Uh, comment on the comments section where you're at right now. And uh, give us an opportunity to connect with you and give you the next steps in your journey with Jesus. Uh, don't wait. Reach out to us now. So connect with Jesus. As followers of Christ, our connection with Jesus is vital. That's why we pray. That's why we read uh, God's word. That's why we uh, connect with, with a fellow uh, body of Christ, which leads me to the next point of connection. I had said that connection means connecting with Jesus, the church, and the community. So I talked about connecting with Jesus. Now, what does it mean to connect with the church and the community? Well, as a church, we are a family. Uh, and so we're called, we're connected, we're even designed to be connected with fellow followers of Christ. And let me be frank here, we cannot expect to get through this time of social distancing if we do so in isolation. We have to stay connected with one another. Stay connected with your small groups. Stay connected with your church friends. Uh, stay connected through sermons and our Wednesday night study that we have at six o'clock and your small group times that uh, meet at various times through, throughout the week. Take advantage of those connection points with the church body. But we're also called to connect to the community, to, to help meet needs and be the hands and feet of Christ in the lives of others. So how do we do that? Well, we love others. We love others right where they are at. And we also uh, follow through with the second part of my big idea. So I had mentioned before that my big idea was this, the resurrection calls us to connect and to care. So when we're called to connect to the community, part of that connection is caring. And caring is simply this. Look with me in Acts chapter 2 again. Uh, I want you to look with me in verses 44 and 45. Acts 2, 
44 and 45, it says this, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Now, it's an interesting passage. I'm, I'm not saying that we're called and commanded each and every one of us to go out and uh, sell all of our possessions and give it to the church. God may call you to do that, but, but I don't think that's commanded here. What is commanded here is that we care for one another. Caring is a vital part of being a follower of Jesus. Meet each other's needs. If you know of a need, do what you can to meet it. Oh, or connect them with a church so that the church can meet that need. Um, and, and if you're looking for ways to meet needs and you don't have any in your immediate vicinity, uh, don't forget to support the ministries at your local church here at First Southern. Um, we have many ways that we are partnered with our community uh, and with our church family to meet the needs of those who are going through uh, a difficult time right now. And so make sure that you're making a difference because the resurrection, Easter, calls us to action. If we're going to connect and care for others because Jesus rose from the grave, then we have to, we have to take action. So what are you doing in this time of social distancing. You can make a difference in the name of Jesus. Uh, if you're curious of how to do that, contact us. We would love to walk you through that process. Um, or drop food off to us for our local food bank. We're collecting food um, and we would love the opportunity to uh, connect you in that ministry. Um, on a side note, let me say this. If you right now are in need, please contact us. We're here to help. Um, if we can't help you, we, we have connections with other groups that, that may be able to meet your needs or, or help you in your time of, of need. So please, if you're in need of help, if you're struggling, whether it be financially or physically or, or even mentally and emotionally, please uh, don't do this alone. Reach out to us and let us, give us the opportunity to help you walk through this difficult time. Uh, lastly, I want you to take a look with me at the middle of verse 46. So Acts 2, verse 46, uh, about midway through, it says this, And they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. You see, they were glad and generous and they praised God. Let's be honest, we cannot control the circumstances of the world and the culture around us. What we can control is how we respond to what the world and the culture is doing around us. You have the option, we all have the option to choose a godly response in this difficult time. And so take this verse, verses 46 and 47, as an example to you today. Just like the early church in this time, be glad. The Bible tells us elsewhere, rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Uh, the James tells us that uh, in difficult times, we're supposed to have joy. Um, and, and so be glad. Secondly, be generous. Um, even uh, if you don't have finances available, you may have time or you, you may have some other resource that could help another person. Be generous. We're called to be a family in this time and we're called to love and care for one another. So be glad, be generous and praise God for all that he was, 
is and is going to do in your life and in the lives of others. God has this entire situation in his hands. If he can bring his son back to life, then he can help you in this difficult time. Remember that in this Easter season, God raised his son from the dead. And if God can do that, he can do anything. So what is the resurrection calling you to do today? Will you respond in this crisis and will you connect and care for others in light of the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Will you join me in prayer? Almighty God, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that he was willing as your one and only unique son to come to this world perfect, sinless, to to live a life and to teach us and to ultimately die on a cross so that his blood could be shed for our forgiveness, so that our sins could be forgiven. We thank you for that. But Lord, today we thank you that it did not end there, that on the third day he rose from the grave, he resurrected. And today we celebrate that resurrection. He gained victory over sin and death because he rose from the grave. And he ascended into heaven and he sits at your right hand. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus. And Lord, we pray that we would respond in light of the resurrection, that we would respond in the way that you call us to respond. So Lord, help us today. Help us to be the men and women of Jesus that you have called us to be. We thank you again and we pray all of these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.